Welcome to Vitality Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, call your doctor. Now, let's go to Vitality Made Simple. Welcome to Vitality Made Simple, the podcast that takes the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osment, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. Now, lots of people are worried sick about getting sick because there is so much yuckiness going around. Uh, And this illness impacts relationships. So in today's podcast, I want to empower you with research on quercetin. Uh, Quercetin is a friendly nutrient that has been scientifically proven to enhance immunity. And you can eat your way into it if you don't want to take more pills. I mean, woohoo, I think that is great news. You know, it feels so good to feel good. So this is information that you're going to want. I'm really excited about today's topic. We're talking about a naturally occurring compound that has minimal side effects, and it's known to be a prolific immune builder. Now, that statement is backed by lots of excellent research. You can get quercetin from many foods. In other words, you can eat your way into vitality, or you may benefit from a nutritional supplement depending on your lifestyle. You know, pills, whether they're supplements or prescriptions, should never be your first strategy for vitality. Now, they they don't really create health, you know, and as their name implies, they're they're just supplements. They're added, something added to a, an already good vitality plan. Now, quercetin has been shown to be beneficial for bolstering our immune systems in many ways. The good news is that it builds immunity without uh, known side effects. Uh, And that's never been been more important than it is now. So let's talk about uh, this amazing and abundant antioxidant Uh, called quercetin. Now, quercetin uh, has been called quercetin since 1847, and it's named after uh, the white oak tree quercus. Now, I I just think our ancestors were so brave to explore these medicinal compounds. I mean, who was the first person to take a bite of bark? Uh, Quercetin is a, a plant flavonoid compound. In other words, it's a pigment and it's concentrated in fruits and vegetables, in teas and wine. Um, and, and if you'd asked me three years ago about my knowledge or thoughts on um, how important quercetin was, I, I didn't know how important it was. Uh, if I had you know, spouted off my top five nutrients, I would have um, that were important for vitality or important for cancer or immune support, I would have uh, not had quercetin on my list. I would have had vitamin D on my list, vitamin C, fish oil, magnesium, um, you know, CoQ10. But quercetin would have not made it to my top five radar. But that all changed with the emergence of COVID-19 as we all started looking for ways to protect ourselves from this mysterious virus. Now, we've known for a long time that zinc was an effective viral protector. And then quercetin became noteworthy uh, as an important zinc ionophore. Now, a zinc ionophore is a compound that helps zinc actually uh, get into the cell, get into uh, where it can be used. So today we're going to answer some questions about quercetin. We're going to talk about um, 
how, you know, how it actually helps immunity. What does it do for our immune defense? We're going to talk about which foods are good sources. And we're going to talk about uh, an appropriate supplement dosage, if that's appropriate for you. So number one, how does quercetin help boost our natural immune defense? It is a mighty warrior when it comes to combating free radical damage. You hear a lot about free radicals. Now, what exactly are free radicals? Now, that's um, a very common term in health-related topics, and I think it's important to really uh, unravel it a little bit. Now, free radical is basically an unstable molecule, and, you know, free radicals are unavoidable. I mean, just living and breathing and moving and having fun and um, relating to your family and your life, uh, it all creates free radical damage. Now, free radicals uh, are a part of our metabolism. Our bodies are designed, though, to deal with free radicals at the metabolic level. The problem is that we can easily get overwhelmed. You know, I I sort of think free radicals are like ants at a picnic. You know, when you go on a picnic out to a park or out in the country, uh, you're going to accept that there's going to be some ants to deal with. That's just part of having a picnic uh, out in nature. But you don't want to set up your picnic blanket in the middle of an ant pile. You don't want to invite ants uh, to dominate your picnic fun. So free radicals are very similar. They're unavoidable. And um, unfortunately, the damage of free radicals is cumulative. Uh, You know, these unstable molecules can... um, damage DNA, they can increase the risk of all kinds of chronic diseases, including cancer, all the things we don't want, all the things that inhibit our vitality can be impacted by free radicals. Now our bodies, as I said earlier, naturally create free radicals as byproducts of metabolism. And that's unavoidable. Um, You know, like a few ants at the picnic, but you can also um, get free radicals from lifestyle, what's happening in your lifestyle, things like excessive stress, sleep disruption, eating too many, um, too much processed food, eating too much sugar, uh, exposure to toxic substances like pesticides or herbicides, all the things um, I talk about on Vitality Made Simple, this whole array of chemicals, uh, including perfumes can increase your free radical limit. So it's sort of the dose that makes the poison because our bodies are designed to deal with them, but we get overwhelmed. Now, so therefore we need antioxidants in our lives because um, antioxidants are basically the antidote for free radicals. Now, when I talk about anything that's a vitality strategy, I'm always going to talk about lifestyle first and foods first and then supplements. But, you know, both of the foods that contain quercetin and quercetin supplements will capture and neutralize these free radicals to help you know, tame the level. Um, you know, the more free radicals, you, this makes perfect sense. The more free radicals you have, the more antioxidants you will need. You will become very vulnerable to many illnesses uh, when the 
free radicals are building up, when your you know your rain barrel gets full, when uh, the free radicals are outnumbering the antioxidants, it sort of reminds me of Lucy and Ethel in the candy factory. If you're if you're old enough, or if you want to look on YouTube, you know just look up Lucy and Ethel in the candy factory, and there's this conveyor belt that's moving really slowly, and they can handle it, uh, but when it speeds up, they get in big problems. It's hilarious, but you know free radicals are not hilarious, but uh, it, it's a very similar process. They can um, build up, they cause cell membrane damage, they can cause gene mutations, and all of these problems induce various diseases that you don't want. Things like heart disease, you know, liver damage, diabetes, uh, cancer, and and this is one of the things that helps make you more vulnerable to these problems. It's never just one thing that causes a disease. And um, loss of vitality has a lot of different facets. Conversely, it's not just one thing that solves the problem. We have to support our immune systems from many different areas. areas. And quercetin directly benefits several of these areas. Now, in uh, addition to being an antioxidant, quercetin is uh, has antimicrobial properties. Now, many of the studies that I read talked about this, uh, how this amazing antioxidant destroys the cell wall of bad bacteria, and it actually dis- disrupts protein synthesis of bacteria, which kills the bacteria. Now, there was an impressive list of bacteria specific bacteria that quercetin had been tested against. I mean, those were things like uh, the dangerous strains of E. coli, the dangerous strains of Staphylococcus aureus. And it's been, um, I thought was what was so amazing to me, it's been shown to be effective against biofilms. Now, this is extremely significant. Uh, Biofilms are everywhere. You know, biofilms are basically a thick layer of slime that is filled with microorganisms, bacteria and fungi. And when they're in this slimy biofilm, they are protecting each other. Now, they're, they're communities of bacteria and fungi, and they secrete a prof- protective matrix sort of um, that helps the biofilm attach very firmly to whatever surface it's on. Now, the surface can be a living or a non-living thing. And because they form this layer of slime, they can protect each other from external threats. So you, you know about biofilms. You know, biofilms can form in water lines. They can form in breast implants. They can form on contact lenses. Uh, they form in toilet bowls. They form on teeth under the gums. And they basically uh, disrupt wherever they are. They can severely disrupt wound healing. And so when this when these biofilms mature, they actually can disperse and attach to other areas, forming new biofilm colonies. So they're big problems in our world. And um, they cause big problems for vitality in a myriad of ways. And interesting study that I read looked at biofilm formation in urinary catheters. And they found that quercetin supplementation actually protected the catheter-related Staphylococcus aureus infections. I mean, think about that. That is really something that could help so many people. Uh, I would So hopefully this information will help one person, maybe more. You know, I would suspect that if you were in the situation of having a a catheter, you would need to know this information and be taking the quercetin for yourself, eating lots of quercetin-rich foods, as well as potentially taking a supplement. Of course, in the study, they tested the supplement. Um, It is significant. 
It's a significant attribute, I believe, that quercetin inhibits biofilm formation because biofilms seriously impact vitality. And we all want more vitality because we want richer relationships. We can't get away from uh, knowing that the better we feel, the, the richer relationships we're going to have. And um, I also found that many cancers have been shown to be positively impacted by quercetin. So I'm going to do an entire podcast on those studies because they are uh, fascinating and they're very inspiring because of, you know, I started digging and I started a, a I started a file with a treasure of information about how quercetin fights cancer. So um, we'll talk about that later. So let's talk about food sources and supplement doses. As a general rule, all naturally colorful foods are great for immunity, and many are loaded with quercetin. Quercetin is a natural pigment present in many fruits and vegetables and some grains. So, you know, as a person who enjoys enjoys color, I'm just so thankful for how God created our world with so many uh, beautiful foods. Now, fortunately, quercetin is one of the most abundant antioxidants. Uh, It's it's even abundant in the average diet. You know, what in the heck does the average diet mean? I mean, uh, when you read that in research, you know that you can get it from many, many fruits and vegetables. But that average diet lingo uh, always bothers me. I mean, average the average person uh, doesn't consume many fresh fruits and vegetables. I mean, it's really like a French fry is the primary vegetable every week. That's not you all listening, but, you know, that's probably average in a typical week. Uh, When they looked at average in terms of quercetin consumption, it was only 10 to 100 milligrams of quercetin a day through various food sources. Now that's a huge gap, 10 to 100 uh, milligrams. Uh, That gap may be because uh, it's widely, you know, found in plant foods and people don't eat a lot of plant foods. But for those of us who want mo- more vitality, we want to enjoy these delicious plant foods. So you can find quercetin in things like apples, berries, grapes, you know, onions, uh, teas, especially green tea, uh, tomatoes, uh cruciferous vegetables like, uh, you know, broccoli and cabbage and cauliflower and mustard greens and kale and chard. Uh, All those green leafies are really good. Uh, You can find it in cooked asparagus. And actually, it's higher in cooked asparagus than raw. Uh, Lots of nuts and seeds uh, contain quercetin. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, they found it originally in the bark of that tree. Uh, It's it's also abundant in, in several medicinal plants, things like ginkgo biloba and elderberry. You heard a lot about elderberry when um, the COVID pandemic first started. Now, some foods contain uh, more or less quercetin depending on how they're grown. Uh, this is not across the board, but for example, Organic tomatoes contain almost twice the quercetin as conventionally grown tomatoes. So soil content matters. You know, it's always inside out. And I think that is so great. Uh, Now, research is very clear uh, about how quercetin can decrease chronic inflammation. So when it decreases chronic inflammation, that lowers blood pressure, that can improve blood sugar control. Uh, We know how all these areas impact vitality. Uh, People take it to aid athletic performance, to combat allergies, um, and 
it's been found, one of the recent studies I found, that it's it's been shown in animal models and test tube models, so not in people yet, that it blocks histamine. Um, so, you know, super interesting. Now, of course, you want to eat your way into it. You want to eat more than that 10 milligrams a day, but you can find it in a supplement powder if you want to. Um, and people... Uh, Take it for many reasons. I now take quercetin and I'm taking a thousand milligrams a day because of the research I did for this podcast. It's been shown to slow aging. Now, when you say slow aging, that that's really just related to how it impacts heart disease, how it impacts blood sugar and how it impacts inflammation. Interestingly, coffee contains quercetin. And I think that's great news. I love that first morning coffee. I put some we put some butter in it. It's so good, you know, bottoms up for the coffee. Uh, research has found that quercetin in coffee is actually neuroprotective. It helps protect your brain. Now, previously, there's a lot of research about how caffeine was responsible for that in coffee was responsible for that brain protection. But now researchers are really thinking it's quercetin. Um so, you know, anything that lowers chronic inflammation, anything that decreases neuroinflammation and curbs blood sugar will slow aging. So, you know, on a side note, I want to mention that all inflammation is not bad. We talk about inflammation and and really I always mean chronic inflammation because without acute inflammation, our bodies would never heal. We all know about acute inflammation. That's the healing type of inflammation. You know, that's inflammation that generates pain, heat, swelling, redness. You, you know, you sprain your big toe and it hurts. It feels warm. It swells up. It's red. It gets well. It gets back. To, it back, gets back to healthy. That is necessary for our bodies to heal. It's necessary to fight infection. It's the chronic inflammation that's the problem. It's the. It's when you don't really have those uh, big symptoms, but it's there and it's just slowly doing damage. Uh, I, I like to think of acute inflammation as a campfire. In fact, I'm drinking out of my Boy Scout mug here. Um, Set, a lot, set around a lot of campfires. You know, a campfire is still fire, but it's contained and it has a specific purpose. You know, it's great for relationships. You can cook food on it. It provides warmth. It's beautiful. There's just so many reasons to have a campfire, but you have a campfire, you uh, put it out and you're done. Very different than a wildfire. Very, you know, totally the same chemical component, it's fire. But in a wildfire, it can be so insidious, it can destroy things. You can think it's out and it's not out and then it starts back up again. Um, that's chronic inflammation. And that's what we're talking about in terms of how uh, quercetin has been shown to be effective. Now, one of the studies I read was with 50 women who were suffering from rheumatoid arthritis. Now, they took just 500 milligrams of quercetin a day, and they found that most experienced less early morning stiffness and pain. Now, that's just one tablet, generally 500 milligrams. And, and the study did not talk at all about, you know, what they were eating. We don't know if they were the 10 milligram a day uh, people maybe eating a french fry or if they were on the high end. But this is super, super interesting research. And um, so I'll, I'll be talking more about some of these things uh, in a couple of months. Now, doses range from 500 to 1,000 milligrams a day. 
on its own, uh, quercetin as a supplement is poorly absorbed. It, it has low bioavailability. So you, if you're going to take a supplement, you want to take it with food. A lot of the supplements contain bromelain, uh, which is a digestive enzyme that comes from pineapple. And that's often in there to help it be more bioavailable. You might also see vitamin C included in quercetin to help increase its absorption. But that's why, if possible, get it from food. There's no side effects from food. Real food is what our bodies are designed for. And it contain real food contains so much more than we know about yet, uh, more than we can figure out in a lab. And it's always safe to con- consume food. There's no side effects. Um, you know, by eating fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, you're going to uh, tickle your taste buds, and you're also going to uh, get lots of lots of other things. You're going to get lots of fiber, uh, which is going to make you poop better, and that's great for your relationships. And I wonder if I could have a podcast that's called Pooping for Better Relationships. I don't know. I'll think about that. I wonder if anybody would listen to that or share it. Um, so, but of course, you know, if you take the supplement, like any supplement, uh, it can potentially interact with medications. So if you're, if you're taking medications, talk to, talk to a knowledgeable healthcare provider in this area to know if you could be having any, um, any problems that would, you know, decrease uh, the benefits. But overall, quercetin has been shown to be safe and a very good Good thing to know about if you want to keep your immune system working in tip top shape. You know, it's just so easy to forget that the um, that there are so many immune enhancing and anti aging nutrients found in delicious food. I think we need to reframe uh, why we want to find more good recipes. I mean, too many people view eating real food as a chore. They view it like they're missing out on something. Um, Rather than this is, you know, my anti-aging strategy. This is my strategy to slow aging. In fact, I would say it's almost normal in our society to eat processed food over real food. And when you think about whole food, think you're missing out. Um, That may be normal, but we don't want to be normal. We want to resist normal. Normal is defined as the usual or the regular pattern in the world at the time. It's whatever everybody's doing. It's what's familiar and um, and regular. It's usually not good. I mean, consider what normal is in our world. It is dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated, overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. Feeling great is not normal. So you want to have a have a strategy. You want to have a, a plan to have more vitality. And, and having this vitality doesn't need to be confusing, expensive, or no fun. But it does require some discernment, and it requires intentionality. But bottom line, it's worth it. So I hope you'll go out and enjoy some foods that um, have lots of quercetin. You might consider buying a supplement. If you're inclined to uh, help support the podcast, you can find an excellent source of quercetin that has been third-party tested at a reasonable price by going to my website. That's drdebbieosmond.com. There you'll find a shop tab, and then you can go to the Whole Scripts tab. It can be delivered right to your door. So... Thanks for joining me, but you know, always think food first. I'm 
I really want you to enjoy the food first. Um, This has been episode 82 of Vitality Made Simple. Together, let's take the stress out of being healthy. Uh, And you don't have to be from Oklahoma to know that it feels so good to feel good. Now, we are now in, let's see, I've got it written down over here, uh, 996 cities and 70 countries. And that's all thanks to you. So please keep sharing. Please keep subscribing. Thank you so much for listening. Blessings until next time.